Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans with me, Cheryl Burke, and iHeart Radio Podcast. Hey guys, we are back with more Dancing with the Stars headlines for you. So let's just get to what's been swirling around on my timeline this week. Ian Ziering. Okay, so Ian Ziering basically got jumped by a bunch of bikers in Los Angeles on New Year's Eve with his daughter in the car. Um, TMZ reported that Ian Ziering got jumped um, by a bunch of bikers in LA, a horrific moment caught on camera and one hell of a lousy way to end this year. The Beverly Hills 90210 star fell into the crosshairs of several assailants Sunday who were cruising down Hollywood Boulevard on a variety of motorized mini bikes and weaving in and out of traffic, including it seems, Ian's vehicle, which we're told may have been hit. Now, you can see Ian hop out of his car after one of the bikers seemingly, you know, catching his attention, possibly from a collision, and the altercation basically erupted in a violent brawl, all seen on video obtained by TMZ. Ian starts wailing on the guy in question, but soon he gets ganged up on by the other people who were on the bikes and um, basically tries to make a run for it. Since that altercation happened, Ian posted on his Instagram account saying, yesterday I experienced an alarming incident involving a group of individuals on mini bikes. While stuck in traffic, my car was approached aggressively by one of these riders leading to an unsettling confrontation. In an attempt to assist any damage, I exited my car. This action unfortunately escalated into a physical altercation which I navigated to protect myself. I am relieved to report that my daughter and I are both completely unscathed by the incident has left me deeply concerned about the growing boldness of such groups who disrupt public safety and peace. This situation highlights a larger issue of hooliganism on our streets and the need for effective law enforcement responses to such behavior. As a citizen and a parent, I find it unacceptable that groups can freely engage in this kind of behavior, causing fear and chaos, while the response from authorities seem insufficient. I have always been an advocate for standing up against intimidation and misconduct, and this incident reinforces my belief in the importance of personal and community safety. We must address the underlying issues that lead to such disruptive behavior and ensure that our streets are safe for everyone. I urge city officials and law enforcement 
enforcement to take decisive action against such lawlessness and provide the necessary resources to prevent future occurrences. I am thankful for the support of my family, friends, and fans during this time. It's in challenging moments like these that the strength and unity of our community are most vital. Happy New Year. For those of you that are confused about what hooliganism is, as I am, it basically it's a violent or rowdy behavior by young troublemakers, typically like in a gang, usually at sporting events. All right, so here's my take on the whole thing. You know, there's a lot of opinions going around on social media, and I want to take a minute and acknowledge all of those. So I've seen everything from basically Ian being called a hero to him being accused of endangering his 12-year-old daughter for leaving her in the car. You know, first, this is what I can say about the person I know and worked with many years ago. He is a man that would protect the people he loves around him at all costs. You know, none of us know how we would react in that situation, but let's just talk about what we all saw. The video clip on TMZ that I watched was insanity. I'm pretty sure they most likely had no idea it was Ian Ziering, or maybe, you know, the bikers didn't recognize him or maybe aren't fans of 90210 Sharknado or Dancing with the Stars season four. Who knows? If faced with that situation, I wouldn't have gotten out of my car first off especially since I'm a woman, you know, I, I would never, regardless of if they may have hit my car or um, something would have happened to my car. I just, I'm not that type of person that would, you know, get out of the car and um, confront somebody, especially people that I don't know in a group of people. Anyway, all in all, I'm just sending my love to Ian and his family and hoping that LAPD actually wakes up and comes to their senses and actually does something about this and takes action ASAP with whomever there is to blame and doesn't set a horrible example of rewarding bad behavior. Though unfortunately, as of today, it seems like they're heading that direction, which is disappointing to say the least. Next up, we've got Britt Stewart and Daniel Durant. People.com announced that they are engaged. And I just love this for them so much. This is now the second couple, Dancing with the Stars couple, that went from just being dance partners to going to the altar. And other than obviously, you've got the Hershevecks now, Kim Hershevec and her husband, Robert Hershevec. Anyway, back to Daniel and Britt. So I guess Daniel popped the question after they all reached, you know, the top of the mountain. Basically, this was right during this holiday season, where everyone, including, you know, some of Britt and Daniel's family members shared what they were grateful for and what they were looking forward to in the new year as they were hiking. So, you know, going last, Daniel basically shared how he looked forward to a future with Britt before pulling out a ring and asking her to marry him. Um, quote, I was the last one and I started talking about the year about us meeting and everything that happens in life. I just feel like there's balance. She sees me. She knows my culture, my language and understands everything about me. Britt said that they were both so emotional, overwhelmed with joy and at peace, knowing that this would eventually be part of her and their story. It felt like magic, but at the same time, it felt right and normal. Daniel said, that their romance didn't begin to blossom until after they were eliminated from the competition. He noted that Brit basically learned American Sign Language, which is awesome, directly from him rather quickly as she taught him how to dance. And I remember when during this time, right before you know we got paired during our rehearsal, we always do these opening number rehearsals um, for the actual premiere. And I remember Brit mentioning that she was dancing with Daniel and that she was learning how to do sign language. And what I love about that is that she took the initiative so that she can make him feel comfortable. And obviously it really connected them and it grew their relationship to a whole nother level. 
And honestly, I really think that I, for me, at least when I observed this couple during my time, it was my last season on Dancing with the Stars when I was dancing with Sam Champion. And I kind of, I have to say, saw the intense passion and chemistry that these two had during a rehearsal room swap where me and Sam Champion were rehearsing and they had just gotten back from New York from what I can remember and went straight to the studio from the airport. Both of them were exhausted. Um, and I, but I sensed at that moment a little something was happening between the two, just saying. Anyway, I'm so happy for the both of them. Congratulations to Britt and Daniel. And um, I just will never forget me and Britt's conversations about relationships during my time on the show and during our rehearsal that we did when I was basically going through a rough patch in my marriage. And she had also opened up to me as well about her personal life. So I just couldn't be happier for her and the both of them. I have so much respect for Britt for embracing and learning sign language in order to be able to communicate with Daniel. And I think that them moving in together was a sign that this was going to be something that would last more than just short term. I am so excited for the both of them. Enjoy every single moment and especially enjoy your engagement as if I were to do it differently, I would have stayed engaged a lot longer than I did. Congratulations to Britt and Daniel. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. All right, the next headline, which has been definitely in my timeline and my um, algorithm on Instagram is Caitlin Bristow. So the headline is Caitlin denies cheating on Jason Tartik after being spotted with Zach Clark on New Year's Eve. E basically reported that Caitlin Bristow, who announced her split with Jason in August, called out nasty critics speculating about her relationship status with fellow Bachelor Nation star Zach Clark. Caitlin Bristow is starting the year off with a message to the haters, which I actually saw on her stories um, a couple of days ago, and I had no idea what she was referencing. And I definitely gave her like one of these emojis, like the clapping emojis, and I sent it. But I totally agree with her. First of all, we did talk about this on Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on how she deals with all of the haters. And I told her that I love the block button and I love to delete and that she said that she doesn't even do that. She just leaves it alone, but that she was, maybe she should start doing that. And I think this would be a great time to do so, Caitlin. Okay. So first of all, there's, there was footage of Caitlin and Zach ringing in 2024 with friends that surfaced on social media. And she sent a clear message to all of the critics questioning the timeline of her personal life. And she said, hi, here to say that there was never an ounce of cheating happening. And I will not stand for this rumor. Y'all are nasty in here. Anywho, swear on my dog's life. No cheating went on. So we can just put that to rest. Thank you. Happy New Year, everyone. Go donate some blood or something. Um, I think right then and there, it just shows the haters or whoever started hating on her and continued doing so that she's reacting to them. And I think that's all they want is a reaction. But she continues and she says, you would think by now I'd be used to the hate but I'm not. Your words hurt. Your shaming hurts. Part of me feels a little sad and honestly embarrassed for you guys because this shouldn't be how you spend day one of a new year. You should not be this invested in someone you don't even know or respect. It's actually scary. And I know looking inward might be even scarier for you, but the bullying is next level. You are allowed to have opinions and feelings, but you don't know the truth and your hate should actually come with consequences. I truly worry about some of your mental health. It's not okay. Please feel ashamed of yourselves for treating someone this way who you don't know. I did not kill someone. I had a party with some of my favorite people. Shame on you, not me. I am not one dimensional. What you see on people's social media does not mean you know them. And this part might sting, but I would never, ever want to switch places with you. Your life seems so sad. So I will not take the opinions of someone who I would not trade places with. In a way, I feel like she's definitely obviously affected and I I definitely don't want to be <laughs> um, in her position at this moment. But yes, it does hurt. Like whenever I receive hate for anything or anyone misconstrues my whatever I'm doing at that moment, especially when I was going through a divorce, it's n- doesn't feel good. And the first thing that I wanted to do back then especially was to react. But I've realized that it just puts fuel into what could be a bigger problem. Caitlin and I, as I said, discussed this when I interviewed her a couple of months ago, but much like on Dancing with the Stars, it's hard sometimes to step out of 
what you know. And especially when you've been intimately involved, whether that be friendships or partnerships, it's it's irrelevant. And I feel like in the dance world, people connect and date because they understand what the other person has gone through and is going through. And we've had so many people from the Bachelor franchise on the show now, and they seem to have the same kind of experience. They all know what each other has basically gone through. So dating inside the pool of contestants is just what's comfortable for them and easy. Now, why is this a little bit messy currently and Bachelor Nation is having a freak out is because Tasha Adams was Caitlin's former co-host on The Bachelorette seasons before Jesse Palmer took over. Tasha Adams and Zach Clark got engaged after meeting on The Bachelorette in 2020. The couple announced their split in November of 2021. Just this week on the Almost Famous podcast, Ben Higgins and Ashley Iaconetti weighed in knowing both of the parties involved very well. And Ashley said, it certainly looks to just the viewer's eye to be there's something romantic between Caitlin and Zach. And Higgins, basically, his takeaway was that he wants a front row seat if the two former bachelorettes ever reunite, which makes me wonder if they are still friendly or not. Now, I'm a big believer in girl code, but we do not know the conversations at all that, you know, Caitlin had with Tasha or Caitlin had with Zach or whomever that she's had conversations with behind closed doors. So let's just have some grace, people. Anyway, I'm sending love to Caitlin and uh, keep your head up, girl. Next headline is my good friend, my former dance partner who was also on this podcast, AJ McLean. People.com basically reported that Backstreet Boys, AJ McLean and wife Rochelle decide to officially end their marriage. The Backstreet Boys singer 45 and Rochelle 42 previously shared in March that they had temporarily separated and had hopes of reconciling in the future which he also expressed here on this podcast. And nine months later, on the 1st of January, the pair announced the end of their relationship on AJ's Instagram. As you all know, we have been separated for over a year now, they wrote on social media. While we've hoped for reconciliation, we have decided to officially end our marriage. It is with deep love and respect that we have made this decision. It's sad because when AJ was obviously on this podcast, he seemed really excited to have rekindled his marriage with Rochelle. And it seemed that they both were working towards building a foundation that he had said during our conversation was never there from the get-go, but they were working towards building one. He had hope. And, you know, they have two beautiful girls and coming from a divorced family myself, I hope the split was amicable and that they give their girls the necessary support that they definitely will need, whether that be whatever it is, therapy or some sort of counseling. But either way, I wish them well. I wish them love and strength during this emotional time as divorce alone isn't easy, let alone having to do it in the public eye. I um, honestly hope they both have strong support systems as I know AJ does. And I pray that he stays strong and continues his sobriety as I know he can do it. Of course, only one step at a time. All right. The last headline I have for you guys, though she isn't a part of the permanent cast of Dancing with the Stars, she was a guest judge on it last season, Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul basically accused Nigel Lithgow of sexual assault during her time on American Idol and has now filed a lawsuit against him and, you know, basically accused Nigel of assaulting her in an elevator which he has called the allegations false and deeply offensive. 
Paul Abdul filed a lawsuit last week against Nigel, a former longtime producer of American Idol and also So You Think You Can Dance, basically accusing him of sexually assaulting her when she was a judge on the reality show in the early 2000s. In the lawsuit, Miss Abdul saying says that during one of the earlier seasons of Idol, Mr. Lithgow shoved her against the wall of a hotel elevator, grabbed her genitals and breasts and began shoving his tongue down her throat. Paula said in the lawsuit that she tried to push Nigel away and that when the elevator doors opened, she ran to her hotel room and called one of her representatives in tears. Nigel helped basically turn Idol into a phenomenon in the United States in 2002 after developing an early an earlier iteration of the show in Britain. He was also a creator of So You Think You Can Dance, on which he appeared as a judge for 16 seasons and is about to also be a judge as well in the upcoming So You Think You Can Dance um, season that is about to happen soon, I believe. So in a statement, Nigel denied the allegation, saying that he would fight this appalling smear with everything I have. After leaving Idol, Miss Abdul was a judge on So You Think You Can Dance, working alongside Nigel in 2015 and 2016. She says in the lawsuit that Nigel, again, made advances during this time while she was at his home to discuss work. So coming from um, being sexually abused myself, I, what I've noticed with how I guess, you know, our system works is that the person who's the victim most of the time isn't the one who is believed in the situation. And for me, this kind of is a sensitive subject because I truly believe that when someone's going through trauma, whether it be decades ago or recently, this person is going to whoever the victim was in this, in this case, Paula, like you're, you're never really ready to go ahead and talk about your story as soon as an event like this happens that's traumatizing. Like people have their own timeline and people will come out and say something if they actually say something or they'll suffer in silence. And I think what is so backwards here in this system is that people, whoever comes out and tells their story, they become questioned um, about if this happened to them or not. And I believe that that turns into like a longer healing process. And, you know, when, when you don't believe someone's story, especially when it comes to sexual abuse, that's what, you know, is scary. And this is why people suffer in silence. And then God forbid something happens like suicide at the end of it all. And I think it's important that we hear everybody out. Everyone has an opinion and everyone has a right to their opinion. Just do so, you know, with grace and with knowing that this person is already having a hard time having to do something like this, especially in, like on a public scale, like what you see here with Paula, whether or not she should have come out a long time ago is really none of our business. I just send her so much love and, you know, I hope that with whatever happens that she is, that she has a great support system around her and that she is seeking out any type of therapy or whatever she does. But at the end of the day, I just am sending Paula so much love. I really hope that she has a great support system. And regardless of what anyone else thinks, she knows her story. This is her story. And I just hope that, you know, she stays strong throughout this process because I'm sure it'll be a long one. And that, you know, I know she's most likely helping millions of people who have followed her career and who have gone through something similar like myself. So that's a wrap for this week's Dancing with the Stars headlines and hot topics. Um, I will talk to you guys soon because we've got a great lineup this month. We've got the next episode is with Bobby Bones. 
just did that interview. It was amazing. Then we've got Adam Carolla, Blast from the Past, and then Nick Vile. So you're not going to want to miss this. Have a great rest of your whatever you're doing, day, evening, whenever you're listening to this. And I will talk to you soon. Make sure you guys follow us at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on our Instagram handle and make sure you comment. Let me know who you want me to interview. What do you all think? Let me know. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.